Hey, Chris, Adam, Rachel, how are you guys? It's been so long. Hey, man. We just wanted to, uh, you know, check on you. Yeah, ever since we finished Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute, you've kind of gone MIA. Yeah, what have you uh, been up to? Oh, man, I've been so busy. I, I started rereading the Turtle comics, and I got the TMNT 90 movie score on vinyl, and I've been listening to that, like, nonstop. I watched 190 episodes of the 80s cartoon, the entire Nick series, beat the arcade game, beat the NES game, and Turtles in Time, like, three times each, watched the 2007 CGI movie, and watched Turtles 90 again, like, four more times. Oh, God. Dude, y you need to take a break. I, I even watched both Michael Bay movies. Again. Oh, oh no. God. God, guys, he's gone off the rails. I mean, truth be told, I've kind of felt a little directionless since the whole minute a day thing ended. Guys, guys, we need to help him. He's falling apart. He needs structure, and I think there's only one way to do it. Oh, please don't say it. We, we have, have to, to do, do Turtles, too. A minute at a time. I love this plan. I'm glad to be a part of it. Hey, hey, what are you guys whispering about? It's okay, Scott. We're here to help you. We're going to do The Secret of the Ooze a minute at a time. Think of it as like your daily dose of turtle therapy. It's like a sequel about the sequel. You might even say it'd be our... Uh, oh, no, 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 no. Second time around. Ah! I love you guys. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute Season 2, a podcast discussing the secret of the ooze, one minute at a time. Available wherever you get your podcasts. Kawa Sequel Bunga! Dueling Genre. Welcome back to the Cornetto Minute, the daily podcast where we investigate the gunfights, car chases, and proper action of Hot Fuzz one minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Nick Jimenez. And today we're about to go off on minute 47, which begins with Danny telling Nicholas that he thinks the way he works is amazing and ends with Nicholas bringing his origin story as a police officer to a head. And we have a guest again, Chris O'Connor. Welcome back. Hey, yeah, you do. I'm glad to be here. <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah this is basically just nicholas's origin story this right. whole minute yeah yeah yeah, yeah. right there dark, it's it's all it's all laid out yeah um and we keep seeing these little cracks in the veneer like mm -hmm. when he says uh what made you want to be a policeman and he says officer what made you want to be a policeman officer and he <laughs> he kind of snorts he smirks He's, yeah, yeah he, he just like it. looks He's, at him He's starting to fall for this this charming goof. Yeah. 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 He's starting to <laughs> fall for him. He really is. <laughs> yeah. No, I love it. It's really great. Um, but uh yeah, I I I also uh you know, we've had this long-standing discussion about about uh about uh this movie being uh, could this movie be improved? 
uh, if uh, if if all of the characters saved Timothy, <laughs> Timothy was, was a Muppet. Timothy Dalton. Yeah, Timothy yeah. Dalton was a Muppet, and uh, and 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 here we have, uh, I think, proof. Being Kermit, yeah, yeah, that's, that's well, that's, uh, he confirms it. The yeah. next he'd one, be a great Kermit. And there was even that oh. thing that I said earlier, and I don't, and I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I think I forgot about that joke where I compare him to Kermit the Frog. Uh huh. And Gizmo Duck. Yeah. 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 Which, yeah. Uh, so, so I, I, I don't remember which. Did you determine which Muppets these two are? I mean, I assume it's it's Kermit and Fozzie Bear, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. That's, and that's, like even their even their their demeanors as you know their personalities as Muppets. That mm-hmm. fits. That's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where Kermit <laughs> is somehow eternally patient with Fozzie. I yeah. I could I could totally imagine Kermit like holding his notepad, pulling somebody over for speeding, and just like scribbling things down that way that Muppets like write <laughs> with their their little floppy arms. Like wow, Fozzie <laughs> <laughs> <Bozzy> just wow. <laughs> he sure was going fast, Kermit. <laughs> Fozzie, we have to pull him over. <laughs> now what? <laughs> and then after he does the ketchup thing, waka waka waka. Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> oh man! Do you think that's a good reason <laughs> to uh, flout speed limits? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't tried to do Kermit in a long time. Short oh man! Yeah, Kurt Kermit is my favorite. Just kind of like with hmm? the nose, the downward nose, like the kind of scrunched. Face. Oh yeah, like uh, like Muppets Take Manhattan Kermit. Yeah, like when he joins up with all the other frogs. Yeah, and they're Kermit like with that like police cap on. <laughs> yeah, like, police cap on would be kind of like because he's like looking down, like into it uh, down. That'd be, that'd be a little, uh, a little I just, menacing. I want this to happen because I want... Okay, here's here. I'm going to make an addendum. I'm going to make an addendum. Sure. Okay, okay, so everyone in Sanford is a Muppet except for Timothy Dalton. <laughs> yeah. But in, in, when he's in London, Kermit is the only Muppet. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's just Sanford. So no. it's, 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 it's a bunch it's, of humans firing Kermit. <laughs> And it's and it's Kermit doing all of the training montage, but he's Kermit the only Muppet. stabbed in the hand. Yes. <laughs> Him like walking down the hallway with the light, like you know, the backlit, like, yeah, the oh, man. flopping. Yes. the way that Muppets walk. Oh man! <laughs> and that's what the team would think of it. <laughs> oh, guys! No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You could like imagine him doing the flail thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, so good. Well, mission accomplished. Next yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. You've become Kermit in my in our minds, yeah. and the minds of all of our listeners. But yes, he says that he's he's always wanted to be a police officer. That and Kermit the Frog are the yeah. only things police that Angel officer yeah. wanted to be. Just for a short period of time in the summer of '79. Which yeah, I mean that's when the movie came out, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be a police officer. Maybe I want to be Kermit the Frog. Mom says I can be anything. What uh, what what D and D alignment would Kermit the Frog be? Lawful good. E- yeah, yeah, okay. I think so. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, he's lawful yeah. Same, good. Same alignment. Yeah, I, I can't think, so. think of a character more lawful good than Nicholas Angel. Yeah, would Gary King yeah. be chaotic neutral? He wouldn't be chaotic evil. No, no, he's too benign. Yeah, he'd yeah. be neutral, yeah, right? Chaotic neutral because he wouldn't be good either. No. Yeah. He's too selfish. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Chaotic neutral. So then, so then. And then that, and Sean is true neutral. True neutral? 
You think? So well, he tries yeah. to do he stuff. Becomes heroic. He's a lump. He becomes heroic. Yeah, he tries. He becomes heroic. Chaotic though. good. But he start. He starts as chaotic neutral. Good. He's a lump. He starts as okay. neutral, becomes chaotic good by the end of it. Yeah. Okay. All right. We did it. Yeah, we did it. <laughs> good work, everyone. We can all uh, go home. I love podcast I love over. That, I love that Danny is in love with the way that Nicholas works. Mm-hmm. He doesn't. He doesn't want him to be dumbed down like the cops in London. Right. He appreciates it. He's amazed by it. Yeah. Well, because you know, he doesn't have the patience for it. Yeah. And so he's just like, that's amazing that you can just do that. Mm-hmm. You know? It's sort of like how how you're always like talking about how how organized and shit I am. Sure. And I was like, I mean, you could do that. <laughs> you can just do it as much as I and you're like, yeah. Yeah, I could. <laughs> I could just talk about mm-hmm. how you do it. Wow. <laughs> Right, man. Right, man, officer. Oh, man. And we learn about Uncle Derek. <laughs> Uncle Derek, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Uncle Derek. Sounds like a good bloke. <laughs> you know, it says, a, it says a lot, which is, I, I think, I still remember being one of the biggest laughs of the movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah it's, oh, yeah. It's, again, like classic. Yeah. It's kind of great timing. The shot's the same. Danny's the same. Nick Frost sells it. Mm-hmm. Instantaneous. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> he means it, he goes to the jo- the secret sauce of the joke is that he means it equally e- each time. Yes. Yeah, because he He's, he had absolutely no idea who that person was before he, he was told, and he yeah. immediately had a a reaction. He's just with Angel in his story, uh, in his emotional journey. Yeah, he just wants to be a good like story listener. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sounds like a good bloke, because that's like what he was. You know, yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> pedal car, my pedal car. Yes, Nicholas Angel used to get uh, beat up. It's it's super anime. It's a very anime. Fl- I can picture just flashbacks of like young Nicholas Angel getting like beat up, but then being like, "I have to be stronger," and like getting up. <laughs> and he like stands up, and he like try. He continues. He tries to continue the arrest, yeah, and eventually, like this one, like this one bully, like goes over to the other. And he's like, "No, we cannot defeat this child. We can only <laughs> kill him." <laughs> Why doesn't he just stay down? <laughs> Stay down, little kid. Wham! <laughs> Stop making us beat up. you up. <laughs> oh my god, I'm overcome by your force of will. Yeah, yeah that's like every My Hero Academia flashback. <laughs> oh man, that's uh, um. that's amazing. Yeah, I mean, I just I love that he's like arresting kids twice his size. Like, I mean, it, you know, we love we love Nicholas Angel, but like, God, what a what an uptight loser what, kid that yeah, he was. What a, a minkus oh, fucking little. Like, <laughs> There also is kind of yeah, like there is. Stay down, you mink as fuck. <laughs> Stay down. You- <laughs> <laughs> so what happens oh, to minkuses? And then like when he gets a little older, he's like thirteen. He's like this little scrawny kid. He's like he's gonna have like the anime nosebleed. He's sure. like ah, this doesn't fit with my my what I want to do. Just what I want to be. Just a born authoritarian. My blood pressure <laughs> so high. It's like a little oh. Shinji. And this is during the 70s that he was growing up. So this is during like the punk movement. Oh, yeah. He was taking down punks. He was like, fuck that. It's true. <laughs> God save the queen with zero irony. <laughs> Margaret Thatcher's pretty cool. Well, it was for the good of humankind. I think fascism's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he has a he has a he has a natural sense of right and wrong. Yeah, 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 and it even and law can be for the good of all mankind. And that's mm-hmm. something. There's something cool about even the way that he's able to 
still use Uncle Derek in his origin story and acknowledge that, well, no, he's a piece of shit. Yeah. But he still but inspired me. It, yeah, yeah. 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 And it didn't ruin it. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> it like how I feel car. about Joss Whedon. <laughs> yeah, because that's how true his commitment to the law is. is the law is perfect. Yeah. The law yeah. is sacrosanct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even if people fail you. Yeah. Uh, another thing I love, these gigantic pints. They're pretty satisfying to look at. I mean, oh, man. I wish, I, I wish American pints were that big, but they never are. Isn't a pint a pint? It's a unit of measure, no. isn't it? No. They, they use a, um, it's like a, I think it's called an imperial pint, if I'm not mistaken. God. And it's a different, it's, a, it's, it's larger than <laughs> Half a stone pints. of beer. Yeah. <laughs> it's like what is a stone? We... Like 20 pounds? Yeah. Half yeah. Well, I mean, you know, you know you've seen what we call a medium. At like at a movie theater. <laughs> it's true. You ever go to a Wendy's order a small? Mm. That's true. This is the only time that they're stingy though. Yeah, I know. I'd rather have like super big, thick old pints of beer than like huge dripping bags of soda. <laughs> bags of soda. <laughs> Here's oh, your man, you bag of soda. Fucking you remember, you remember the lunchroom? Did, did your did your like uh, school lunchroom ever do the bag of milk? Ugh. Oh no, God, that, was, that was awful. Like, I yeah, only I only it, ever had cartons. I yeah, had, like in middle in middle school, they switched to little plastic pouches of milk that were impossible wow. to drink out of. Like a Capri Sun kind of situation? No, no, it was like a plastic bladder, like that you would see blood in. Jeez, and you like, just like, it was a, it was a you stick you just like hold it in your hand and the stick and you stick a straw into it and and like pray that, that you don't change the shape and have it flow out everywhere. Like we hated them so much, like they just we basically destroyed the plumbing in the whole school because kids kept shoving them down the toilets. Oh, they were geez. like they were like little little organs filled. They're like little bladders. They're, they're little bladders filled with milk. milk it was bags. horrifying. Wow. Milk bags. That is a nightmare. Yeah. Stay down, milk bag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's throw milk bags at him. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh god, getting hit with a milk bag hurt. <laughs> I bet. Jeez. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I think I think the thing that makes it grosser is that it's whole milk in yeah. a bag. <laughs> I don't know why that makes it grosser, but it does. Yeah. 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 It's it's really bad. Ugh. Yikes. Anyway, I'm, where were we? I am really Beers. digging the interior of this pub. This little corner that they're in, it's almost like kind oh, of yeah. hogs hatty. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Nice. I like yeah. the crown. It's I cozy. like it like I like we were saying on the on the ep- uh the episode where they had lunch here. Like I like the way the crown looks at night way more than uh than than daytime. Yeah, the daytime it kind of does just look like a like a like a bar in the day. Well, yeah, well, it just looks a little more generic. I think it doesn't have as much as much charm. charm. Yeah, woody, oaky, yeah, hogs heady yeah. charm. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, I mean, it, it has the same charm it's always had, but it's kind of one of those things that a lot of chain places have tried to copy. And so, it, mm-hmm. it, you know, we have we we run into the problem culturally where you know you have these places you have these places like you know these old English English pubs and and you know stuff in the Northeast that's been around for like two or three hundred years that has like a set like look and style and like it's it's really established and this is the way Starbucking man yeah <laughs> it's, this is the way it's been for ages and now <laughs> like you got like Chili's and Ruby Tuesdays and 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 like the Cracker Barrel trying to copy that and so when you when you actually do see the thing that was originally made hundreds of years ago you're like oh this just looks like you know the chain place at the mall which Mm -hmm. is not fair yeah i guess that's fair that's that's true um but i do i don't know maybe it's just the way that it's lit at night 
the way they light this set at night. It's just, it's great. Yeah. yeah the one little candle on Danny's table. Yeah. The, their backlights are intense though. Yeah. Yeah. He's got, he's got quite the, yeah, his hair yeah. is like really, he's yeah. got a halo, the angel. Uh huh. The decorations are also seem to be like underlit or backlit. There's a couple like mm-hmm. desk ornaments behind mm-hmm. the angel. Yeah. yeah. It's a, it's it a good looking set. The, focus, the principle. Yeah. Yeah, that, that candle really reminds me of uh, we, when we were in Ireland. We went to a little pub that, like, uh, it was just like so dark when we went in. But eventually, you know, we, our eyes adjusted, and like all the all the tables were just lit with these little candles. Mm. And it was one of those places that was like five hundred years old. So, uh, when was the when was the first time that you saw Hot Fuzz, Chris? Uh, I think uh, so. I th- I saw Hot Fuzz in the theater. I don't remember it very distinctly. I don't know if or how drunk I was, but I did see it in the theater because, you know, like I didn't see, I didn't see Shaun of the Dead in the theater. I think I told you guys about, yeah, of course I told you guys about that when I was on the last Cornetto minute. Um, and, uh, but, uh, you know, that cemented, uh, these, these guys for me and like, you know, this, this creative team. And I think at this point I was still confused about who, uh, uh, um, the, uh, Edgar Wright was, I thought, I thought, uh, Nick Frost was was Edgar Wright. Oh at right, that's still. right. Yeah, I, 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 I didn't get it sorted. I didn't get it sorted out until uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World, mm. um, and uh, and I was like, oh wow, this is coming out. This is gonna be great. And you know, I went and saw it, and and it's really good. This one, I I like I like this one more. Um, I think this is my favorite one uh, out of the three of them. This is the one I like the most. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's it's uh, really. Really solid and and a lot of fun. I love like in this minute here when he's giving his backstory, like the music that's playing, the sort of like a uh, you know guitars. Uh, well, I'm not I'm not sure what everything is in there, but it sounds like uh, a lot of it sounds like the music, like the sort of um, the music in like Face Off, and uh, I suppose Bad Boys had that that too, like the just the sort of like gentle guitar in the background, like sort of uh, underlying everything, and I I I, uh, I really like that. And this movie. Really caught me by surprise. <laughs> I can't remember whether the trailer sort of gave it away or if I saw the trailer before I saw the movie. But uh, you know, in in the lead up to the to the finale, like that that where it's like all of a sudden it's like yeah, this is all uh, all the things that that Angel has said are stupid and don't work will all now work, <laughs> and it's just so much fun because he's doing it for the right reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, uh D- David Arnold's score is really good in this because it is it's it it is subtle when it needs to be and then and then he knows when to like not make it subtle. Mm-hmm. But but the whole <laughs> score it it just feels like a love letter to like every score in every action movie ever. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um it's it's really good. Like even even stuff like this, which is like kind of forgotten bits of score in, in action yeah. movies. You but know? if you if you know the tropes and you have seen every single one, you do know that it, you know, like Chris was saying, it does have kind of a vibe to it. Yeah. When like Yeah, it's like I expect like, Antonio Banderas and Salma Hayek to come in with a guitar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like when like the the hot headed cop finally shares like the day that he lost everything and had to like his wife left him or he lost his partner. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. And then I pulled the trigger and it turned out that kid just <laughs> had a clapped and scored. Yeah. The first one. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Or in Wahlberg shot Derek Jeter and the uh the other guys. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, <God. laughs> uh, oh, oh Wahlberg. Oh man. Yeah. 
this is uh but this is this is good i like i like seeing these guys just sort of like talk about stuff yeah i like i like seeing them bond just connect yeah yeah connect yeah 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 i really like that a lot i think it's great in, in a way that uh you know would have been more obviously romantic if uh, if one were female yep well and i bet i bet this scene originally was supposed to be that um because mm. you know as 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 you know pretty much everyone knows uh Danny was originally written as a as a female character uh, that was going to be a love interest for for Nicholas, and then and Danny was still going to be in the in the in the movie, but he wasn't going to be in as much. Um, and I think interesting I th- movie that would have been. And I think if I'm not mistaken, when Danny goes bad, he was really going to go bad in the original uh, version, and that and that the or or maybe it was the other way around. Maybe the the female character was going to go bad and really go bad or something. I don't know. But regardless. Hmm. There was going to be a shift there so that there wasn't as much Danny in that version. And then when they decided to cut out the love interest, they pretty much wholesale gave every one of her lines to Danny and changed none of them. <laughs> none of none of the dialogue. Ah, uh, it's so good. Just gave it to him. Yeah. Let's see if anybody notices, guys. This will be fun. Yeah. There's, there's one coming up here soon uh later this week that is like very blatantly <laughs> like oh yeah this was this used to be a female love interest character <laughs> what, an interesting, what, a, what, a, what a fun universe that would be to visit yeah yeah, yeah. just to see what would that it, version of the movie was like no they wouldn't have it wouldn't have been olivia coleman uh yeah, no. but <laughs> would have been fun if it had been kate ashfield that's true. Mm. Kind of done like a Dorothy mm. L'Amour, Bob that's Hope, true. Crosby thing. Or uh, maybe not Kate Ashfield, but... Uh, Lucy Davis. Yeah, Lucy Davis. Lucy Davis, I feel like, would fit into Sanford more. Yes. Yeah. Kind of Kate, like Kate Ashfield feels like a London, Londoner. That's very true. Yeah. yeah. You could see, you could see uh, uh, um, Lucy Davis like hanging out with Eve Draper. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or Olivia Coleman. Or Olivia Coleman. Yeah. Very true. <laughs> Eve Draper. <laughs> You're incapable of not saying it that way. <laughs> Eve, Eve Draper. Draper. Mrs. Um, every time he's every time I've had to watch the, the last minute where he goes, Mrs. Blower, I just giggle like an idiot. <laughs> uh all right. Well, I think that's uh I think that's minute forty seven wrapped up. Uh Chris, uh do you got uh you got anything else to plug you need to plug? Uh do I have anything else that I need to plug? Um well uh, I mean, I suppose I do. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, as I mentioned yesterday, we're on a little hiatus on, uh, on turtles and, uh, this'll be, uh, uh, it, it's something I haven't really talked about too much, uh, much publicly. Um, but, uh, a month ago, uh, my condo, my, my home, uh, caught fire while everybody was out and, um, we've been, um, uh, fortunately, nobody was hurt. Nobody in uh, our building was hurt. It didn't spread to other places, but our place is uh, destroyed, and everything in our place was is uh, written off. Um, we we did, we lost our cat, um, but uh, not to be a huge downer on your Tuesday, everybody. Um, but um, I already am a huge downer on your Tuesday. Um, <laughs> I haven't made this. Uh, I haven't talked about this like publicly yet, so uh, it's a little weird to do so. Um, yeah, uh, we are, uh, I, I have a, uh, I'm living with my in-laws, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're all right, uh, I, I, as far as things go, um, but I do, uh, we've, we've set up a GoFundMe, um, which I guess I'll, I'll put a, a link in the Cornetto Minute, uh, listener pub, 
And uh, if you're at all interested, uh, you can go there and read about uh, what happened and what we'd uh, what we need to raise some money for. And um, yeah, I, I guess that's uh, that's that's that. Yeah. And uh, uh, everyone, everyone, go go and 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 do that. Like even if you can just give like like a dollar or two. Um, you know, go go donate to to Chris's GoFundMe because they have some irreplaceable stuff that they're they're they 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 need to like fix. Um, that that it has burn damage and smoke damage and things like that, and and it's stuff that's very important to them, and they they want to get it cleaned up and and restored and repaired. Um, and all of that costs money, and that's what the GoFundMe is for because that kind of thing isn't covered by their uh their their insurance. Um, that they yeah. had so uh you know they they are uh, it's gonna be a long road to get their condo you know back to in a livable state um, 12 months and yeah 12 months so it's gonna be it's gonna be a while um and I, I i feel like any kind of things like this would be uh would be a comfort i think for them and yeah, um it, it's, i uh... I, I, I think that if you can if you can find it in in your wallet to uh, give them a little bit of uh, a little a little scratch um, whatever you can you can afford uh, I think it would be really really helpful and uh, I know I know for Nick and I we would really appreciate it if if you guys would do that totally absolutely yeah I we would we would definitely appreciate it and uh, uh, as we go along and and we get the funds together and we're able to to get the equipment that we need to recover the items from you know the burning heap well burned out heap uh, and get that stuff off to the professionals and get it appraised and work on it ourselves and you know get the asbestos out of it so nobody dies um, you know we'll be catalog cataloging that uh, on GoFundMe so people can see you know what makes it yeah. <laughs> All right, good. So we'll uh, we'll get that link in the in the show notes for th- these episodes this week, a- as well as uh, we'll get it on the Facebook group for those of you who are uh, in that. Um, so make sure that you uh, you check that out and uh, see if you can't uh, throw throw a few dollars that way. Um, it would all of it all of it I think is going to go a long way to help. So yeah. Um, all right. Well, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, and uh, we will uh, be back tomorrow to talk about Minute 48 for the greater good. The greater good. For the greater good. Hey, hey, hey. Life's the same, but it always will be. Hey, hey, hey. Easy speaking, foxes from a tree. Hey, hey, hey. Moves like a cat and knows how to ride